Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hey, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 135, titled, Some Good Kings Rule in the Southern Kingdom of Judah. You can find these kings in 1 Kings chapters 14 and 15, along with 2 Chronicles chapters 12 through 15. While Jeroboam was ruling in the northern kingdom of Israel, Solomon's son, Rehoboam, was ruling in the south. For a while, he seemed to obey God and keep his commandments. But as Judah grew stronger, he began to follow his own heart. Sadly, he started to worship false gods. Soon, Judah became as wicked as all the nations around them. Because of their unfaithfulness, God no longer protected them. So when Shishak, the king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem, he found it an easy city to plunder. He carried off all the gold and treasures that were in the temple and in the royal palace. After 17 years of ruling, Rehoboam died, and his son Abijah became the king of Judah. Unlike his father, Abijah chose to follow God faithfully. But it wasn't long after he became king that Israel invaded Judah. At that time, Jeroboam was still the king of Israel, and his army was twice as big as Abijah's. But Abijah was willing to stand up to him. He yelled across the battle lines to the troops of Israel. He told them how wrong they were for abandoning God and worshiping golden calves. He told them how he and the people of Judah trusted and obeyed the Lord. While Abijah was talking, Jeroboam snuck half of his troops behind Abijah's army. Abijah suddenly realized that his army was surrounded. He and the men from Judah cried out to God, and the priests blew their trumpets. At the sound of their battle cry, God began fighting for the people of Judah. Jeroboam and the Israelites were chased from the battlefield, and more than half of their soldiers were killed. King Jeroboam never recovered from this huge defeat, and it was not long before he died. But Abijah grew stronger as he trusted God more and more. Then when Abijah died, his son Asa became the king of Judah. He was a follower of the one true God, just like his father had been. He removed the altars dedicated to the false gods and smashed the idols that Solomon and Rehoboam had set up. Asa instructed the people of Judah to seek the God of their ancestors and obey his commandments. Because they faithfully followed him, God was with them, and he helped them become a prosperous nation. One time, when a large Ethiopian army invaded Judah, Asa called out to God and said, Lord, there is no one like you to help the powerless against the mighty. Please help us, for we rely on you, and it's in your name that we will fight this huge army. God did help Asa. He struck down the Ethiopians, and they fled. They never again recovered their military strength. As Asa and his troops traveled back to Jerusalem, a prophet met them and challenged Asa to keep seeking God and not give up. He promised this, The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. So Asa continued to destroy all the idols in the land of Judah. He even removed his grandmother from her position as queen mother because she refused to give up her personal idol. And he repaired the altar of the Lord in front of the temple so that sacrifices could be made there. Large numbers of people from the northern kingdom of Israel began moving to Judah, where they could freely worship God. Everyone in Judah took an oath to seek God and obey Him. 
and God gave his southern kingdom peace for many years. Think about it. If we are truly seeking to know and serve God, we must actively break ties with any sinful things that are in our lives. Just as Asa tore down all the altars to the false gods, we need to be willing to completely do away with anything in our lives that competes with God for our allegiance. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16 asks this question, What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? Then it explains that we are the temple of the living God. And as God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them, and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters. You see, it's only when we abandon the sinful things in our lives that we can expect God to bless us and give us peace in our lives. Now go and have a peaceful day. Mm -hmm.